week. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Sort of a wise guy, Brian filling in today for Tim. Midweek Wednesday, still pitch dark outside. Be careful, it's cold. But I have to admit, I did not run into or run over any black ice. It is Wednesday, the 31st of January. Celtics did win last night, 129-124 over the Indiana Pacers, and since it is the last day of January, it's the last day that I would say Happy New Year to somebody. You know, some, you know, I don't know about you, but I will take the month of January to say Happy New Year, especially if I haven't seen you in, in a bit. Happy New Year. How you doing? But after the 31st, I figure it's time to to lay off of that one. Matter of fact, I'm getting closer and closer to to reminding you how many days away we are from Christmas. At any rate, today is the 31st. Tomorrow we enter Black History Month. And I will not tell you tomorrow, Happy New Year, if I haven't seen you in a while. I can pretty much tell you that I won't be saying Happy Black History Month to you either. Not that I for or against. I, I think it's odd that there is an entire month set aside for black history. At the same time, I lament over the fact that figures it's the shortest month of the year. And this year, the shortest month of the year or will be even an extra day because there's a leap day in February. However, let's take a look at Wednesday, January 31st. Appreciate that social security check if it if if it's coming in the mail or online to you. Today is appreciate your social security check day. I would think that For those getting a Social Security check day, there would be an appreciate your Social Security check day every month. But appreciate it either way. It is also backward day. I 
I don't know why we have a backward day. Are we supposed to remember January 30th? Why is there a backward day? Who, who in their correct mind would go to whatever agency and say, hey, I want to commemorate backward day. Yeah, that's what we're going to call it, backward day. It is also Brandy Alexander Day, and that's a good thing. And I'll tell you why. Not that I'm pushing booze here, but today is also Hell is Freezing Over Day. And it has been cold the past few days. Maybe a nice, warm Brandy Alexander. A little cognac in there. Might warm you up. So it's Brandy Alexander Day. And it's also Hell is Freezing Over Day. Let me not forget that it's also Eat Brussels Sprouts Day. A lot of people don't like Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels sprouts. They look like little cabbage balls. Woman friend loves Brussels sprouts. It is also Hug an Economist Day. Not quite sure that I'm into doing something quite like that. Not that I am totally against economists, but... You know, when I think of economists, I think of the Fed. The Fed is meeting for the first time this year today. Would you want to hug Janet Yellen? She used to be with the Fed. She's the Treasury Secretary now. She's an economist. You want to hug that economist? I don't. You can. I don't. It is also National Hot Chocolate Day. So if you... Don't want that Brandy Alexander because it's got a little booze in it. And it is also Hella's Freezing Over Day. Might want to just go for hot chocolate because it's National Hot Chocolate Day. It's also Scotch Tape Day. And I wondered, why do we have a Scotch Tape Day? It seems that way back when, on this date in history, I didn't put it in the dates in history, but on this date in history... 3M started marketing Scotch tape. So today is Scotch Tape Day. It is also Street Children's Day. Now, I'm I'm wondering, I didn't bother to look it up. Are we talking about street children because they are homeless? Or are we talking about the children that used to play in the streets? When I was a kid, we would play in the street because it was safe enough. And we were, I guess, smart enough to realize that if a car was coming down the street, if you had one kid looking in one direction and another kid looking in the other direction, we could always just, you know, move out of the street and say, hey, there's a car coming. And we'd get out of the street. I guess today's kids are not smart enough to realize that. Or... As somebody would say, well, the way people drive today, yeah, those are few and very far between. Now, I'm not going to try to tell a parent how to parent their kid. But I think we're, we're at a time where we're overly cautious about certain things like letting the kids play wiffle ball in the street. You remember doing that? You know, you take a, a an old piece of cardboard and use it as home plate and then, I don't know, a, a box of whatever and, and put it at first base. And 
I don't know, maybe a rag or something at second base. And who knows what you would use for third base. You know, you play wiffle ball on the street. And if uh, you hit the ball onto the grass on the on either somebody's lawn or the sidewalk, you might get a double or a home run. You'd made up your own rules. Those were the days. That was playing in the street. And when somebody said, hey, it's dinner time, you went home and you ate dinner. Or if the street lights started to come on because it was getting dark, you knew it was time to go inside. But you had a good time and you played outside. Kids don't play outside. You wonder why uh, uh, you've got this onset of youth diabetes because they don't run around. Oh, I know I'm pontificating. But you know what I mean. Well, anyway, we can talk about that a little bit later on. Gail Borden. Gail Borden. Got a little uppity on this date. Gail Borden. Started to yell from the top of his lungs... The invention of evaporated milk. I invented evaporated milk. Imagine that. That happened in 1851. By the way, Borden's is a pretty large brand of evaporated milk. So congrats, Gail. 1863, the first black Civil War regiment mustered into the U.S. Army. Don't we have a huge mural in downtown New Bedford of the 54th Regiment? Weren't they the first black Civil War regiment? I believe they were. If I'm wrong, somebody please correct me. But I know there's a huge mural I've seen it several, several times. It's on, the, it's on the wall to the building that houses Freestones. The United States Congress passed the 13th Amendment to the Constitution on this date in 1865. That amendment led to the abolishment of slavery in the United States. It took... The remainder of the year for the several states to ratify the 13th Amendment. It happened sometime in December. And yours truly believes if there is going to be such a date such as Juneteenth, it should actually be in December, not June 19th. Juneteenth would be the actual end of slavery in the United States. Not Juneteenth. All right, that's, again, I'm, I'm pontificating, but whatever. The United States ordered all Native Americans to migrate. What a word. To migrate onto reservations on this date in 18. 18- 76. All right. Now, I imagine that when news got to many Native Americans, 
they were saying, hey, I'm tired of moving. I've been hunting and fishing on this land a lot longer than you've been around. I'm not leaving. What are you going to do about it? Well, as we know, the United States cavalry, military, they did quite a bit about it. And the next thing you know, Native Americans were migrated forcefully to reservations. Some of them didn't like it and some got to reservations and the reservations were ordered to move. Go figure. Do you know the name Mary Lund? Most of us don't. Mary Lund became the first female recipient of an artificial heart on this day in 1986. First female. 1986 for an artificial heart. The first golden arches in the Soviet Union opened on this date in Moscow, 1990. It is also the world's largest McDonald's. 1990. So they've been they've been there for 34 years to stabilize the economy. To stabilize the economy, President Bill Clinton authorizes a $20 billion loan. To stabilize the Mexican economy, 1995, $20 billion loan. I guess it it worked pretty well. Mexico seems to be doing swimmingly. Avatar became the first film, first movie to gross over $2 billion worldwide on this date in 2010. Avatar. I I have to admit, I paid $25 to see that movie in uh, 3D. Had to go to to Providence Place. As I think about it, I guess it was well worth it. You know, first time around, big screen, on a on a date. You know, one of those kind of things. Avatar. I can only guess that there are other movies now that have grossed over two billion dollars worldwide. I don't know, but um, when Avatar did it fourteen years ago today, it was a big, big thing. The quote of the day. And I like it because I kind of like the person who who came up with the quote. Here it is. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. That sounds like a rocky relationship type thing. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Who came up with that quote? Dr. Seuss. Tim is off today. He is expected back on Monday as long as uh, everything is going well with him. I'm Brian, and you can get a hold of me at 508-996-0500. Sipping on some of my Yogi 
lemon ginger tea because it supports a healthy digestive system. And boy, don't I feel healthy today. Uh, we have talked about quite a few things and uh, throughout the week, and we're certainly going to be willing to talk about some of the others. And I'm, I'm pretty encouraged that uh, I would also hear from people off air as well as on air in regards to mentioning the names of the three U.S. service personnel that lost their lives in the drone attack on Sunday. And there's word coming out. Here's, you know, let, me, let me finish that thought before I go on to the next one. And we do have Phil coming up in about two and a half, three minutes. I watched several news pieces yesterday, whether they be YouTube or CNN, Fox. You know, I, I, I spun the dial pretty much. And only one other time did I hear the names of the soldiers mentioned. And it was something that I did yesterday because, I, you know, first of all, I, I understand that the Pentagon wants to let the next of kin know uh, about the family members before they just, you know, blatantly throw the names out there. But with all of our elected officials and... Uh, not elected, but uh, support staff for the president and Pentagon officials. I didn't hear any of them mention the names. I heard one other uh, television uh, news reporter mention the names. And I, I was, I, I felt really good because I, for one thing, I felt, well, at least I'm not the only one mentioning the names. I thought, you know, maybe for a while then Nobody wanted to mention their names to, because that was a little taboo. And I thought, well, that shouldn't be. But I was glad to hear another reporter do it. It, it, it gave me a, a sense of, well, I guess I did do the right thing. Of course, I heard from uh, a few of you uh, through email and off the radio. Uh, and, thank, and you thanked me for doing it. And I thought it was a good thing. Uh, I may even mention their names again today not knowing what other media is going to be saying in regards to those people. However, there is some other news coming out in regards to what may be happening as far as a retaliation that bothers me just a little bit. And I'll briefly say it now, though we'll listen to what Phil has to say and then when we come back, we can talk about it. And there's also something else that I want to bring up during uh, this next coming half hour that I'll get into in just a bit. But here's the thing that, that kind of bothers me. Why? Again, if you're the White House, why make any announcement, public announcement, that you've figured out what you're going to do? Why not just do it? And then let us know after the fact. Why are you making this a very public statement, man? That, that just may be me. But look, it, the element of surprise is gone once you s civil out that information. Just my thought. I'll take your thoughts on it. 
a little bit later on. Right now, I want to hear the thoughts coming out of Phil Devitt, who's over in Studio 6 and 7 eighths. Good morning, Brian. Well, President Biden says he will attend the dignified transfer of the soldiers killed in a strike in Jordan. Details from Mark Mayfield. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby told reporters spoke with the families of the three fallen service members Tuesday. Kirby said the president expressed how proud the nation is of their service. Military aircraft will bring the remains of the soldiers back to the U.S. Friday. The troops were killed Sunday in a drone attack carried out by an Iranian-backed militant group. I'm Mark Mayfield. The push to impeach DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas over his handling of the border crisis is heating up. The Republican-led House Homeland Security Committee is marking up articles of impeachment against the secretary today. Republican Mark Green of Tennessee accused Mayorkas of willfully and systematically refusing to comply with federal immigration laws. The Israel-Hamas war is raging on in the Gaza Strip. Israeli forces say they raided a hospital in the West Bank on Tuesday in disguises and killed three militants. It says we're using the hospital to plan terror attacks. This comes as Secretary of State Antony Blinken said yesterday the American response to the attack by Iran-backed militants in Jordan that killed three U.S. service members could come in stages. The CEOs of the top five social media companies will be grilled by the U.S. Senate today about child sexual abuse material on their platforms. CEOs Mark Zuckerberg of Meta and Linda Yaccarino of X are expected to appear before the Senate Judiciary Committee. The heads of TikTok, Snap, and Discord have also been subpoenaed. Committee Chair Dick Durbin of Illinois says the goal of the hearing is to help pass bipartisan bills that would end child exploitation on platforms which are widely used by teenagers and to hold social media companies accountable. A judge in Delaware is voiding the $56 billion pay package of Tesla CEO Elon Musk. Judge Kathleen McCormick found that the company's board of directors failed to prove that the compensation plan was fair. Shares of the company fell about 3% in after-hours trading following the ruling. American travelers are being warned about visiting Jamaica. Lisa Taylor with more. The State Department issued a travel advisory last week saying violent crimes like homicides, armed robberies, and sexual assaults are common. The department added that high-level or specialized health care may not be available in Jamaica. Anyone planning to travel to the popular Caribbean destination is being told to avoid secluded situations and get traveler's insurance. I'm Lisa Taylor. And the entertainment world is remembering Broadway legend Cheetah Rivera, who has died at 91. More from Kristen Marks. A boy like that kill your brother. The Tony Award-winning dancer and singer rose to fame in the role of Anita in the original production of West Side Story in the 1950s. She was also known for creating unforgettable characters in the original cast of Chicago, Bye Bye Birdie and Kiss of the Spider Woman. Rivera's daughter says she died in New York following a brief illness. Rivera was given the president Presidential Medal of Freedom by President Obama in 2009. She served as the Marshal of New York City's Puerto Rican Day Parade in 2013. Kristen Marks, NBC News Radio. Turning now to the South Coast, four current and former Massachusetts state troopers face bribery charges. They allegedly accepted bribes in return for passing grades to commercial driver's license applicants. Two civilians have also been indicted. Those charged include men from Wareham, Rehoboth, and Bridgewater. State police said they're working with the Registry of Motor Vehicles to revoke the licenses that were improperly issued. And construction is starting on 10 at 8th, a new apartment building in downtown New Bedford designed for low and moderate income 
residents. Time now for WBSM Sports, brought to you by Sparks Auto in Dartmouth. The Celtics beat the Indiana Pacers 129-124, to and that's back-to-back wins for Boston, who welcome the L.A. Lakers Thursday night. And now a look at your ABC6 for- ABC forecast. We'll hit the upper 30s today. Might even see a little sun, but will remain mostly cloudy and get down to a low of 30 degrees tonight. For Thursday, more sun and the chance of some rain in the afternoon, a high of 44. More clouds and sun on tap for Friday, maybe an early shower a high of 42. This WBSM news update brought to you by Sparks Auto Dartmouth, home of the $29 oil change. Your choice for auto repairs, brakes, and inspection stickers. Sparks Auto, 425 State Road, Dartmouth. I'm Phil Devitt for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get all of our content and breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Son, I don't see any sun. Not right now. No, it is dark. I remain skeptical about the sun thing as well. Yeah. Let's just throw it out of the forecast for today. Yeah. Clouds, clouds, clouds. Let me ask you, you, yesterday we were talking about in the car with uh, the radio and whatnot. Have you ever considered getting an electric vehicle? Well, you know, I hadn't uh, until I took a ride in a friend's uh, a few months ago and what did I you th- think? I thought it was a pretty smooth ride. Yeah. Yeah, not so bad. And, uh, you know, one story we didn't have in this update, but we'll, we'll talk about later on, is the, the state does now put uh, electric uh, vehicle charging stations on all of the major turnpike points. Yes. Right. So, yeah. you know, we're, we're heading that way. I, I, well, I think we're definitely heading that way. But this company out of Germany has come up with a pretty novel idea. And... You know how you can lease a car? Well, you can lease an EV for 6 to 18 months to to try it out. Ah. And I'm thinking to myself, well, if you come up with a an EV van, EV RV, mm. <laughs> now, now you're talking my language. Um, but I look, I think that there's always going to be some way to try to get people into these vehicles. I think they're very expensive right now, uh, but then any car is That's right. pretty darn expensive. Yeah. Right. What do you think of self-driving cars? I can hardly wait. Yeah. Yeah, I can hardly wait. I mean, they're, happen- they're happening in some places now. I, you, I, you see these commercials where the cars are already parking on their own in, in these these spots that you would I would never think of trying to park. So it, it's there. Right. You think it's going to... My cab drivers and friends are going to be all upset because they're not going to have a job anymore. Very sad. I know. But, you know, <laughs> and I, I think about it. I'm like, the idea of a self-driving car is you don't have to worry about the driving part. You, you, you know, but I think you still have to focus when you're in the car. You can't just take a nap. I think they need you alert. But I like the idea of know. taking a nap. Well, you know, I, here's what I'm thinking... Can it help curb drunk driving? Because you got to program it. Somehow you have to say you want to go to 222 Forest Street or whatever. That's right. Well, you know, talking about new car innovations, another thing that is being developed now is sort of a breath test when you get into your car. Mm. And if it's too high, it's not turning on. It won't turn on, yeah. Yeah, boy. I... I'm surprised that isn't already out there. Of course, it, it's one of those things. Are you buying the new model that has the breath test in it? Probably not. But 
Nah, probably not. <laughs> yeah. No, but we'll see how it goes. There's yeah. so many different things out there now. We're going to be flying very soon in our cars, right? Already happening. Oh. It's already happening. The Jetsons are here. Phil Devitt in Studio 6 and 7 eights. I'm Brian in today for Tim. Let us continue. Starting the South Coast off right each morning. It's a Show. Weekdays from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. right here on WBSM. continue on the Tim Weisberg show. I'm Brian. To get a hold of me, simply call 508-996-0500. Are you seriously considered, maybe you already have one, an electric vehicle? More and more electric vehicles are on the road today than, than even last year. I think at this particular time, it's a bit cost prohibitive for me. But um, there are over one million, almost two million uh, EVs and, and high, high uh, I guess you call them hybrid plug-ins in the United States and in Canada. And that's about 600,000 more than than in 2022. So I guess you have to go on, on the fact that we're now just fresh into 2024. So for 2023, 1.7 million battery EVs and plug-ins. And I, I know people are skeptical uh, about the electronic vehicles. I My skepticism is more, hey, I, I can't afford, you know, you can almost buy buy a house for the price of some of these vehicles, or at least a glorified garage. But in the long run, I believe that electric vehicles will overtake the the Wankel engine, the 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 diesel and the the gas powered mobiles that we have today. I, I, I don't want it to sound like next year, all of a sudden there's going to be a sea change. But I do believe by 2030, you're going to notice about 30% of the vehicles on the road. About 30% of the vehicles on the road are going to be some type of EV or hybrid. By the time we get to 2050, you're going to have about 70% of those vehicles will be hybrid or EVs. In in fact, I'm willing to believe even the hybrids will be phased out by 2050. I think that's the direction we're going. Here's another direction I think we're going when it comes to 
mobiles. I believe as the price keeps going up or as finances keep getting tighter and tighter for the you's and me's, more people will opt to lease a car, whether it's on a day-by-day or week-by-week or a month-by-month basis on an as-needed basis as opposed to owning a vehicle. I think that the cost is is just going to be too prohibitive and people are going to come to the realization that, you know, with insurance and everything else that's involved, garage space, people, in fact, as as families start moving in uh, to make that extended family in a house, that garage space, that two-car garage, that, that's going to be converted into living space. And cars will be kicked out of the garage. They'll be in the driveway, and then pretty soon they'll be out of the driveway. And when people want a car, when people want a car, they will go out and go to some leasing company, whether it's Hearst or whatever, or Hertz or whatever, and they will lease a car. 508-996-0500. Let's hear from you. Good morning. Yes, good morning. Can you hear me? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I can. All right. I'm just I'm calling on on another topic, and that is to express my disappointment with the city of New Bedford in regards to sanding full parking lots for the staff. Sanding full parking lots for whom, please? For the staff of the school. They have or have not. They have not. I, there's been situations at at the New Bedford School where staff have fallen in parking lots, have fallen on the sidewalk, and broken wrists and um, other injuries. And when they were called upon yesterday to address the situation, um, staff was told that there's only one truck for the entire city to to salt the school parking lots. Totally unacceptable. Where is the safety for the staff of the school? The first I've heard of it, um, and I'm sorry that something like that happened. I would think that city lots where city employees are are going to work, and I would include school staff in in this particular case as city employees, would be one of the first places uh, taken care of considering that they have to be there so early in the morning. But uh, I I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that it's happened. And uh, maybe the mayor and company are listening now and and word has gotten out. I'm I'm real sorry. I hope only I hope nobody breaks any bone, but I hope it's only one person that it happened. happened Exactly. Um, when you're t- when you're told by the custodian that it's their job to take care of sidewalks and not the school parking lot, and told to call the facilities, and when speaking to the facility, they're saying one truck for the entire city, not acceptable. I'm sorry. I got you. They Thank you. Not looking for staff. Thank I, you. I appreciate it. It. it I, do you do you live in the city as well as work in the city? Yes. How do you feel your well, tax your tax dollars? Funded that accident, absolutely, and it's going to fix and it's going to pay for that accident. Absolutely. So I would like the public to know this. You did it. Thank you much. I appreciate you. your call. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Thank you for your patience. Good morning. 
Yeah, good morning, Brian. Good morning, Brian. You know, the mayor may come on and take calls, but he doesn't listen. He doesn't listen to us taxpayers. He practically laughed in my face when I said there's an illegal problem. Now, you know, why, why would he laugh in your face? He doesn't seem well, like the type of guy that would do that. he doesn't want to hear what we have to say. And then you have these knuckleheads call in and say uh, we're negative, you know. Hmm. And as far as the city, I don't know if you heard, Brian, but we're going to get electric buses for the uh, New Bedford public yes. schools. Yes, New Bedford and Fall River. We're going to yep. get a fleet. And yep. we already know they're not reliable. And in Connecticut, uh, the governor... In Connecticut, they had a fleet of uh, almost like a, a Serta buses, you know, and yep. uh, they were there was in the parking lot and they were igniting, they were catching fire, and uh, they also were uh, breaking down quite a bit. Well, this is all about global uh, global warming nonsense. But you were talking about the electric powered car. Yes, you know uh, the same guy, Elon Musk. You know, with Tesla, yes. he also a uh, successful uh, operation of a computer chip in the brain. Oh, so, yeah. I think Phil actually brought that up in a, in a story yesterday. Yeah, so you, you're not going to need a steering wheel or a brake pedal or a gas pedal. You're just going to think it. The car goes on, and you think, uh, you know, you have the thought, oh, stop now, and the car's going to stop. So it's uh, the brain. Brain waves are going to run your, your car. Brain waves are going to run society. It's almost like, uh, you know, something from science fiction. You know, if you uh, say something or whatever, uh, they, they send out a signal to the brain and the person uh, won't be able to speak. Well, I, I, I guess I, I, I can't say that you're wrong, but it, it's going to be very interesting to see what the 2030s and beyond bring. I do appreciate your call, 508 Nine nine six zero five hundred. I see you there, and I'm going to get to you. I had. And let's go back to your phone calls. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Hello. Good morning, Brian. This kind of feels like a Michelob moment. A Michelob moment. In my week. All right. I, I feel I feel premium. Yes, absolutely, buddy. When I was a teenager, I started drinking Michelob. Um, <laughs> yesterday, I was. We won't watching, tell. <laughs> yeah. Half town of Swansea News, so no big deal. And that was long before social media. Um, yesterday, as the president was leaving the White House, a little impromptu um, press conference. Really not a conference, more like just a couple of statements walked away. But the first reporter was a female. Of course, she asked a million-dollar stupid question. So what are you going to do? Like, we're going to tell them what we're going to do. Yes, there's going to be a response, but tell them what, where, when, and what. Come on. What a waste of people's time. You know, but, uh, you know, that's what they get paid stuff. to do. They they do get paid to ask that question. of, of And, of course, the, the president isn't, isn't going to say, but <clears throat> but in the in the meantime, you know, they, they have come out and we're going to respond. We're going to respond. Just leave it at that. You know, exactly. just leave it at that. And then if you're going to do something, do it. I, obviously, they're they're not listening to my suggestion, which is to get the hell out of there. But be right, that as it may, yeah, yep. be that as it may, shut up and do what you're going to do. And then I, I hate to say it like this, but we're going to suffer some kind of consequence from it because we, you know, we want to just keep on doing Israel's begging out there. 
Yeah, and, and I agree with that. You mentioned that yesterday a couple of times during your couple hours. On the noontime on Channel 10 yesterday, they did show the name and the pictures of the three service people and from Georgia, and um, they talked to a woman whose son um, died in Vietnam, and um, I was listening to that very carefully, and I was like, wow. And for some reason, it's almost like, I don't know if it was timing or commercial, but it seemed like she was in the middle of a sentence, and they cut her off, and I was like frustrated. But yeah, sometimes that's just the way it goes. I hear you, man. Hey, thank you much for your call. I Always do appreciate it. Bye-bye. 508-996-0500. That's how you get onto the program. Howard. Yes. Oh, they're not coming right now. So there is this construction project that's going to be beginning shortly in downtown New Bedford. It's supposed to be 52 units of housing for affordable to low and moderate income working families. Can somebody tell me what's affordable rent nowadays? Is 